Coming up, the Islanders win in overtime, and the Bruins beat the rival Rangers in Madison Square Garden. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts weighing in on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Some rough defense late lost the game for the Wild against the Hurricanes in Carolina. Locked On Wild looks at that loss for Minnesota. Kirill Kaprizov gets goal number 100 in the NHL, but the Hurricanes get the bigger prize, the win. Hey, everybody, Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 5-2 loss for the Minnesota Wild in Carolina. Hurricanes dominated play early, but Marc-Andre Fleury on his game to keep things tight. Kirill Kaprizov gets his 100th career goal on a power play goal. He's the third fastest NHLer, active NHLer, to reach that mark. But then the Hurricanes score five straight to make it 5-1. to one. Matt Boldy gets a goal to make it 5-2, to two, but beyond that, not enough for the Wild. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you're following Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Bruins scored the first three goals of the night at MSG and easily beat the Rangers yesterday. Locked on Bruins recaps another dominant performance for Boston. Start spreading the news. The Boston Bruins just went through Long Island and Manhattan and stole two games in two nights to improve the record to 36-5-4. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and Jeremy Swayman came oh so close to recording his second straight shutout as the Rangers scored uh, with about five minutes to go to make it Somewhat interesting, but the Boston Bruins once again coming out on top, asserting their dominance over the competition. Some cause for concern, however, as defenseman Brandon Carlo suffered a lower body injury and was not able to return. If he's out for any length of time, the Bruins will have to find some reinforcements on the blue line ahead of their next game Sunday against the San Jose Sharks. Austin Matthews scored the first of the Maple Leafs' three second-period goals just eight seconds into the period. The outburst gave Toronto an easy victory over the Jets in the end. And the locked-on hosts from both teams have more after the battle between contenders. It was a big night for Austin Matthews as he helped the Toronto Maple Leafs earn a big 4-1 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. David Morissetti here from the Locked On Leafs podcast. AM34 had a pair of goals to celebrate his night of getting into the NHL All-Star game, although it was announced after the game. He had a feeling Matthews knew he was going to be making his way to Florida, and he showed it with a big two-goal performance, including one eight seconds into the second period where he made Mark Shifley look silly. Michael Bunting had a pair of goals in this game. Mitch Marner extended his home point streak to 20 games with the goal in this one. Mark Giordano got the empty netter just to give the Leafs a little bit of breathing room. It was also a big night for Ilya Samsonov, who made 37 saves on 38 shots as he continues to play very well in between the pipes for the Leafs. We'll break all this down on the Locked On Leafs podcast. We'll go over Matthew's big night, him getting into the All-Star game, whether it should have been someone else in the team. 
Folks, games between the Toronto Maple Leafs and Winnipeg Jets are always a fun time, but this one ended in yet another disappointment for the Jets falling 4-1, to despite a pretty darn good effort. Winnipeg made a couple of silly mistakes, and uh, Samsonov in Toronto's net ended up making those few extra saves to put the Maple Leafs on top 4-1. to It is a frustrating loss, and I think the Jets are obviously not going to be happy with some of the mental gaffes that put them in this position but there are some key takeaways about how the Jets can build off of this and start to think about maybe making even a few trade acquisitions. We'll talk about the game and some of the potential trade targets on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Jets, so be sure to stay tuned for that. And as always, thanks for listening. I am Harrison Lee from Locked On Winnipeg Jets. I hope to see you soon on all of those favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe right now. Thanks for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go. The Islanders and Sabres went to an extra period on Thursday, but it only took 12 seconds of overtime for Buffalo to get the win. Locked on Islanders goes over how New York let this game slip away. Ilya Sorokin was spectacular, but it wasn't enough. Gil Martin of Locked on Islanders here. Ilya Sorokin played an outstanding game on the night he was voted into or onto the All-Star team. 42 saves, but the Islanders couldn't win it being outshot 45 to 26. They earn a point with the overtime loss, but again, a game in which this team was completely outplayed, was chasing the puck, and especially in the third period, just had a lot of trouble getting the puck out of their zone. This has been the pattern for the Islanders pretty much in the last, let's say, three weeks at least, and it needs to change if this team hopes to get back into the playoff hunt. Just not enough defensive structure and effort and too much trouble chase, uh, clearing the puck out of their zone. For more, listen to and watch the Locked on Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, Connor McDavid helps the Oilers win and the Stars shut out the Kings. This is Locked on Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar. They are the best tasting protein bars on the market, probably because they are made with 100% real chocolate. They come in dozens of different flavors as well. My personal favorite are the Puffs. They are made with that protein infused marshmallow and they are absolutely delicious. If you head over to Built.com, you can use our promo code right now. It'll get you 15% off of your order. That's Locked15. So put in Locked15 to get 15% off of your order at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Connor McDavid scored the go-ahead goal in the third period to put the Oilers ahead for good against the Lightning. Locked On Oilers has more after Thursday's win. The Edmonton Oilers continue to roll as Connor McDavid leads the way for the Edmonton Oilers over the Tampa Bay Lightning at home. Hi, my name is Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers. And yes, the Oilers won 5-3, but it wasn't without blowing a 3-1 lead. But Connor McDavid, of course, saving the day for the Edmonton Oilers, scoring his league-leading, ready for this, 39th goal of the year. Absolutely insane. He also chipped in with an assist on this game. And speaking of assists, Vincent DeHarnay with his third career NHL assist in his fourth career NHL game and his second in two straight. That 
is a start of a career for you. Congratulations, Vinny DeHarnay. His assist came on the opening goal of the game as Ryan McLeod got the scoring going for the Oilers with another goal for him. A big goal and a big role for the Edmonton Oilers in depth scoring. But Zach Hyman also notably on the score sheet. Two goals in this one, including the empty net goal. And you can't mention an Edmonton Oilers game without mentioning Leon Dreisaitl. A power play goal and an assist in this one. And Jack Campbell leading the way for the Oilers down the stretch, making massive saves in the third period. 28 saves on 31 shots in this one. The Edmonton Oilers improved to 26-18-3 on the season. And they look to improve on that record when they head to Vancouver on Saturday for Hockey Day in Canada. An 8 o'clock puck drop mountain time for that one. Andre Burakovsky scoring the overtime winner for the Kraken in Seattle against the Devils. And both Locked on Devils and Kraken join the show to give us the details of how it went down. What's up? This is Trey Matthews, Locked on Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, the New Jersey Devils came out on the losing end against Seattle Kraken by a score of 4-3. to three. Now, it's amazing that the Devils were able to walk away with a point in this matchup because... Throughout most of the game, the Devils were struggling to generate any sort of offense, and their defense was pretty lackadaisical as well. Mackenzie Blackwood was pretty much keeping them in the game, but as they've been doing for a good chunk of the season, the Devils were able to tie this game, but unfortunately, the Seattle Kraken were able to march in OT, come away with a 4-3 victory, but like I said, at least the Devils walked away with a 4-3 victory, so Mackenzie Blackwood was by far the best player for New Jersey Devils, and uh, they, and once again, the Devils got it going late in the game. The New Jersey Devils are a good hockey team. But tonight, the Seattle Kraken, we are even better. We get the 4-3 win at Climate Pledge Arena. Took it to overtime. Andre Burakovsky with the game-winning goal. Now, the New Jersey Devils, again, did everything that they needed to do in this game, including putting some pressure on the Seattle Kraken late in the game. I thought that the Seattle Kraken managed the game okay, not as not to perfection for sure, and probably gave the Devils a little bit more leeway than I would have liked to see. But ultimately, Burakovsky gets the game winner in overtime. Big win at home. Erica L. Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. Let's talk about it on Friday's episode. The star is able to shut out the Kings in L.A. on Thursday with three points from Tyler Sagan. Locked on Stars recaps that big win for Dallas. The Dallas Stars get back to their winning ways with an emphatic 4-0 win over the Los Angeles Kings, closing out this road heavy schedule. The Stars now head back to Dallas for eight straight games at the American Airlines Center. Hey, everybody. Dane Lewis here with the Lockdown Stars podcast. And the Stars quickly forgot about and moved on from Wednesday night's mistakes, blowing a 3-0 lead to the San Jose Sharks. They turn around and they just do everything well in this game against the Los Angeles Kings. They get on the scoreboard first, and they kept the foot on the pedal defensively. The offense didn't necessarily continue to pour on after a three-goal first period, but the Stars did enough to keep the Kings off the scoreboard, and part of that was the defensive play and also a huge credit to the play of backup goaltender Scott Wedgwood, who saved 34 of 34 shots, recording his first shutout of the season. A huge bounce-back game 
for Wedgwood uh, with his last appearance, giving up six goals to the Calgary Flames. This was a huge response from him, a huge response from this team to assert themselves firmly in first place in the Central Division and first place in the Western conference and now the stars will be heading home on friday and they'll get nice and comfy in the confines of the american airlines center at home in dallas uh, getting some rest before their game on saturday against the arizona coyotes but we'll break down this win over the kings on friday's episode of locked on stars you can find us on youtube or wherever you get your podcast at the Predators gave up four straight St. Louis goals and could not make up for it in a 5-2 loss. Locked on Predators tells us what went wrong for Nashville. The Nashville Predators lost an important Central Division matchup tonight to the St. Louis Blues by a score of 5-2. to two. Now, my mom always said if you don't have something nice to say, you should probably not say anything at all. So when it comes to breaking down and analyzing the Predators' performance in this game tonight... I'm probably not going to say much about that. Here's what I will say. The Nashville Predators are at a very precarious point in their season. This is a team that has struggled with inconsistency all season long. There have been points where we've seen this team beat playoff and Stanley Cup caliber competition. And then nights like tonight where the team can't seem to find its game and they just aren't executing well on the ice at all. Here is what's real. The Predators have three games before the All-Star break, and Nashville absolutely has to get it together for those nine periods of hockey. Or when they come back after the All-Star break in February, you're going to be looking at a Predators team that is out of the playoff conversation and a Predators team that may end up looking very different down the line. The Florida Panthers scored the first five goals of the game in the second period against the Canadians, and Locked on Panthers is here to explain that offensive explosion. The Florida Panthers finished their three-game road trip 2-0-1 to get five out of six points behind four power play goals. What is up, guys? It's Armando Velez from the Locked on Florida Panthers podcast, and the Florida Panthers defeat the Montreal Canadiens by a final score of 6-2. to two at the Bell Center, and you would think that with zero goals scored in the first period by neither of the teams and the Florida Panthers just consistently missing the net, that there was no way that there was going to be eight goals combined on the night. And the Florida Panthers dealt with a little bit of adversity in this one, losing Sergei Bobrovsky two minutes into the game and also losing Eric Stahl in this one, so going down to 11 forwards, and then Alex Lyon coming into the game as well. And a five-goal second period, including four power play goals, where the Florida Panthers were four of eight on the night on the man advantage. Matthew Kachuk with two of the goals. Both Sams got on the board as well. Giovanni Smith gets his first as a Panther, and Ryan Lomberg get gets the sixth and final goal on the evening. And this was a very chippy third period as well, as now... The Florida Panthers have 13 goals against the Montreal Canadiens in two matchups this season with two more left. So listen to my recap of this 6-2 win over the Montreal Canadiens. Make sure to listen to my next episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast where I'll be bringing in Nick Fairbanks on this Fairbanks Friday edition of the show. Your team, every day. 
The Red Wings were able to hold off the Golden Knights last night to snap their losing streak. The Locked On Red Wings and Locked On Golden Knights hosts have more after the battle in Vegas. The Detroit Red Wings beat the Golden Knights in Vegas 3-2 to snap their three-game losing skid. We have been saying that a lot recently, Scotty. But in terms of recent games, this is probably their best performance of late. Yeah, I would say it's the closest we've seen to a, to a full 60 of good play that, that we've uh, given, I don't know, just over the last week or so, I guess. Um, yeah, you know, you know it, was a, it was a solid game. Uh, the, the flaws that this team has had this season that we have highlighted, I don't think just disappeared. They were still very adamant and very much there, but this was a game in which they were able to overcome them, and Huso kind of looked back to, I don't know if I want to say his old self, but he had a really solid game in that, which certainly helped as well. There was one penalty in this game against the least penalized team in the NHL, and the Red Wings capitalized. That goal proved crucial. We'll break the whole thing down on tonight's episode of Lockdown Red Wings. Hey everybody, Chris Golick, Locked on Vegas Golden Knights here from a quiet and somber T-Mobile Arena. The Detroit Red Wings come to town and defeat the Golden Knights by a score of 3-2. to two. VGK, it's, we're running out of uh, things to say and ways to explain what's happening right now, especially on home ice. The compete level just not there, a whole multitude of things just not working out as of late for the Vegas Golden Knights. William Carlson gets uh, one late, but it's not enough to, uh, just too little too late, I guess, is the only thing we can say. Hopefully uh, VGK can leave this homestand on a high note with a win Saturday against the Washington Caps. Folks, for everything Golden Knights hockey, please check out Locked On Vegas Golden Knights, your team every day. That will do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now make sure you're subscribed to both Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast here on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kanani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.